don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Doesn't matter how scary that might feel, do it because it will teach you so much and bring you so much that you cannot even imagine while being in the comfort zone. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. To help Ukrainians, we need to break the stereotypes. Because Ukraine is not just a former Soviet country, nor Chernobyl. The new generation of Ukrainians today have unlimited potential. This podcast is to break the stereotypes about Ukrainians and show the greatness of Ukraine to the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. I couldn't return to Kiev because of the pandemic, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 125 people participated in this project for Ukraine from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev to students from the FLEX program, Yale University, Harvard and the London School of Economics to the United Nations to interns at the Ukrainian parliament and at the Canadian parliament to top 1% students in Ukraine, but not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So please support this podcast by sharing an Instagram story today and mention the page aziz.future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 100 in France and Switzerland, top 60 in the United Kingdom and Japan, top 50 in Germany and Canada, top 25 on Apple Russia, top 15 in Belarus, Poland and Australia, and top 10 in Norway, Sweden, South Korea and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people. And this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Lyudmila Pustovit. Lyudmila is a FLEX alumna, and she worked for four years at American Councils for International Education at various roles from recruiter 
to coordinator to now a founder of the Exchanges to Internships program, an internship program for U.S. government program alumni in the governmental institutions of Ukraine, and the founder of the Flex Alumni Mentoring Program, inviting speakers on projects and grant management and other coordination. Lyudmila is also on the BUBW Alumni Advisory Board. She is a project development manager for Universal Gamers Amateur Association. This program seeks to promote a positive image of gaming by promoting creativity, critical thinking, and networking, all while coupling it with an educational learning network. She graduated with a master's degree with honors from the Kiev National Taras Shevchenko University in earth science and geomorphology. In many ways, she is a professional who specializes in the sector of education in both NGOs and business, and she focuses on increasing collaboration between the governmental, for-profit, and non-profit sectors. Of work, she loves sports, learning, trying new things, meeting new people, and learning about them, and discovering new ways to build teams. Lyudmila, how are you today? Hello, hello. Thank you for the great introduction. I'm doing wonderful and looking forward to our talk. How are you? I'm great, fantastic, excited, and ready to play. So to begin with my favorite new question, and it's this. These days, this period, this part or phase of your life or of the year or of the human evolution, what seems to be the thought that keeps on returning to your mind, demanding that you think about it, whether it's something to improve, something to change, something to focus on more in life that is important for you? I would say that for me, the thought kind of you're talking about would be development, actually. And um, you mentioned like different periods in life, different seasons, let's say. And that's something which comes to me actually during springtime a lot, like almost every year. But not only that, like my age, my professional career right now, that's what uh, comes to my mind first is development and uh, trying to get as much as possible from where I can and then try and implement it and share with other people. Thank you. So development, trying to get as much as possible where you can implement it and share it with people. And maybe this question, you already answered it by why I summarized by these three things. But even deeper, if you were to define what is to you development and why is it important for you? What would you say? Development for me is trying new things because uh, when you either do something new, you travel somewhere new when it's actually possible to travel though, uh, you learn so much and that's where development comes comes in. And um, 
it it's it's always been a part of my life and i cannot imagine not doing it and like not trying new things and uh trying to develop myself thank you so trying new things experiencing new things allows you some in some ways to learn new things and therefore to develop as a person by learning from new things is this correct yes and to add to this like uh, new things and not like trying new things and like meeting new people like anything new which i have never experienced before uh, opens like a new version of me let's say or a new uh way of looking at things for me and that's what that's what i call development that's for me what it means thank you and why is it important for you to open a new version or a new part of you and to learn new things that give you new perspectives i think the more i do it and the more i live here on this uh planet let's say uh i um understand that there are no like limits in what what who you are what you are you can always go deeper into any particular topic into yourself into other people uh you can never uh be limited in uh what you can do and uh what you can learn about yourself because every day you change and every every day, day year month whatever uh, you are different and you have different view on something and that's what's exciting about yourself and then everyone around you thank you that echoes the sentiment of moshe feldenkrais who wrote the book the elusive obvious which i believe is one of the best titles ever which is uh, paradoxical the elusive obvious well he said there is no limit to improvement but to ask you even deeper because usually there are very few people who are born with that mindset of growing always and trying to improve but for most people there is a defining moment or a person they learned from that was a role model or a life experience that took them from living in the old way to discovering and falling in love with development and learning about themselves learning about the world and all the new opportunities possibilities lessons and insights that are possible in your life did you have such an experience you can share Yes, I do have such an experience, but I want to start uh, a little bit earlier in my childhood because it's sort of connected. So, uh during my childhood, thankfully to my parents and uh, just community around me, I um have always been supported in uh just as a child in trying new activities so i was never stopped or forced into something and i think now looking back that's what uh uh started to form my um uh, 
view uh, on this. However, then, uh, as you've mentioned, I'm a Flex alumna, 2011. Uh, it has happened almost 10 years ago that I went on the Flex program as an exchange student. And definitely that year in my life, it opened uh, a whole new chapter and new understanding of myself, the world around me, as well as shaped a lot of my um personal characteristics or thoughts which I uh, promote. Thank you. So what I heard is in your childhood, you were encouraged to discover, learn, and explore new things and never stopped or forced into not developing. But then the flex experience opened your mind to learning more to the limitless potential you and other people have, and that really impacted your mindset. Is this correct? And if so, I have a question. Yes, that's 100% correct. Thank you. And how does this discussion, this short discussion that we will explore more, relate to your interest in education? The discussion we have uh, right now is related to my passion in a way that I, first of all, uh, learn uh, more about, let's say, uh, other people as well as you personally. And then um, I can go back and uh, analyze uh, all of the views and thoughts other people had to similar questions. Uh, And uh, for myself personally, that's a new experience as well. So it definitely uh, is a short learning curve and exciting process. Thank you. And you mentioned exciting twice with a lot of emotions. Tell me, what is to you the characteristics of something that make you feel excited? And is it only about learning or do you have other similar emotions for things in your life that might not even be related to learning. There can be new things like going to the beach on the first day of summer, or it could be a new movie or uh, traveling to a new place or something like that. Can you share what are the things that are exciting for you and what is common between them? Sure. Thank you for such a good question because it just uh, fills me up with good emotions. You've mentioned a few things uh, which make me excited excited already. So for me, excitement and uh, exciting things are those which uh, bring me joy. And um, that would be definitely be nature and exploring it just like either by walks, hikes, traveling somewhere like in the mountains or by the beach, uh, as you said. Uh, Also, I am getting excited when I do the sports I like. They just bring me a lot of uh, joy and uh, the time spent like this uh, definitely fills me up. And um, also, when I talk to the people uh, I love, support, and 
care for and I am inspired by. That's definitely that what makes me excited and excited about life, excited about what's coming, and uh, in general helps uh, to focus on the positive. Thank you. So what I heard is, in many ways, it's excitement, is anticipation of joy <laughs> of doing the things that will be coming to bring you more joy, more learning, more new things. And these include nature and exploring nature, doing the sports that you love, and exchanging, communicating, connecting, exchanging energies with the people you love, care about, and support. And those are three things that are exciting for you and that bring you joy. Is this correct? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And I will ask you somewhat of an evil question, but it's very uh, telling about your personality. If for the rest of your life, you can live in a really beautiful landscape, explore all the nature you wish, travel everywhere, but you're not allowed to do any of your favorite sports, or you can do as much as you wish in a joyful way, your favorite sports, but you're not allowed to go to nature at all. Both, this is difficult, but you only have to choose one. Which one would you choose? All right, I have an answer right away. I would choose sports, and um, I can answer why. Uh, It's uh, because uh, sports definitely uh, brings me joy, and I can do it anywhere sort of uh and uh, as far as nature yes i would love to have an ability to go hiking swim somewhere and like enjoy it every day but uh even small things such as uh, blue sky without clouds and the sun outside in my neighborhood it just it brings me joy too. just looking in it, at it or focusing on that small detail. So I would just try to find small pieces which would inspire me uh, in nature, but not get rid of sports. Perfect. Tell me a sport that you really, really feel excited about. And it's not about choosing, but let's explore that one. Which one would your heart like to speak more about? Uh, even though it's seasonal, but I love snowboarding and like I can do it uh, whenever someone would tell me and ask me to join them. I like that. Which part of snowboarding could be the highlight or your most favorite? Is it the anticipation when you're excited about all the experiences you will have? Or is it that first moment where you just begin the sliding down the mountain or wherever you'll be doing it? Or is it the middle when your brain stops, you're in flow, just in flow with everything? Or is it afterwards when you feel like those energy and champagne bubbles of the euphoria in your body that you completed that experience and now you're refreshed, recharged and ready to conquer the world? Which one of those would be the highlight or other? 
Thank you for the question. The highlight uh, would be the middle when I'm in the flow, as you said, uh, when I only like, can feel my emotions uh, because uh, that's the moment I actually try to memorize every time I spend time snowboarding. Uh, that that those few seconds or minutes I try to engrave in my memory as a as a good memory to look back uh, on when I can't do snowboarding. So the middle when I'm in the flow. Thank you. And since it's engraved and ingrained in your memory, share one of those experiences. Describe maybe someone never felt that or never tried snowboarding or any activity that gives flow like that. How do you feel? How do you feel in your body and where? What do you see around you? How do the sounds sound? How is your vision? Just describe it as if you're experiencing it now in a way that people could imagine how it would be and share that moment with you. All right, let's try it. So, first of all, you trust your body and like you do not think of uh, uh, of exact movement you're going to make next. So, I feel uh the trust for myself that's definitely there. But then as far as what's outside or what surrounds me, I when I do it, I can clearly see actually the nature I was talking about around me. So I can see the uh, forest around in the snow, how the snow shines uh, under the sun, how uh, something happens uh, with other people around me, but it all happens in a very fast uh, way since you're moving fast usually during uh, that period of time. And uh, you. just going with the flow, you do not uh, concentrate much on um, the like plan or exact uh, things which you need to do as you would like do professionally in life or just how you are used to live or structure your life, which doesn't mean it's bad, but it that's one way to look at everything. But then you do things like snowboarding or jumping with a parachute, let's say. That's when you feel like you do not control things, but you are full of joy. Thank you. So if I understood correctly, is that moment or those few minutes or seconds where you are full of joy, feeling your emotions, feeling complete self-trust in yourself, not following a plan or judging the moment, but inside you feel the emotions and trust yourself, and outside you see nature, you see the reflection of the sun on the snow, and just be one with the universe, if you might say, Mm -hmm. but you're just flowing in flow, joy, emotions, trust, and not thinking, but being. Is this correct? Yes, exactly. Thank you. And are there lessons or insights from that experience that you try to use in your professional life, knowing that it will add more perspectives, more effectiveness even to it, that you think are important, that you learned over time? And maybe the listeners will be inspired from to add more flow into their professional way of being. 
Thank you for the question. It's a good one. And yes, I would say it's in a way related. And how is that when, for me, at least what comes to my mind, for example, when I um, do some public speaking, I'm an invited speaker, or I talk about something I love, or I teach someone, uh, that's where that feeling of uh, going with the flow comes from. And uh, I advise to everyone to try and find that thing which makes them feel that way. Uh, And that's what would be bringing uh, joy in a professional way as well and would inspire to do more and uh, develop more and do next career steps. And uh, whenever professionally uh, you can uh, trust yourself uh, fully, completely, that means you are on in the right uh, on the right path for that exact moment uh so i guess look forward uh, look for it and then look forward to it and enjoy it thank you and how does flow and self-trust relate to development and new things okay um i'd say that it is related in a way that you know there is something you feel you want to do a new thing uh and that's where you should trust your inner voice of who is which is saying uh, do that or try this or go there and uh, do that more often trust uh, the things or thoughts you have and try to uh, make them come to life uh, i think that's where Uh, this trust is related to development and trying new things because it all comes uh, from your thoughts inside and then you do it you make it into reality it comes all from your thoughts inside and then you do it and put it into reality or as you mentioned way way earlier implement it and share it with others well (laughs) Thank you. And I want to discover even more since there are almost two facets of you, but often they're not really two. Is there a metaphor from sports or from nature, etc., that is somewhat of the guiding way that you think about professional development, education, and the work you do that is in many ways bringing the lessons, insights, and way of uh, proceeding from those worlds of either nature, sports, hiking, the snowboarding, skating, etc., and making it a metaphor to be more effective as a professional. Do you have such a thing? Or it can be even totally different, like a movie or a book or a painting or anything. Let me think. I can't say that there is something particular like an exact uh, saying or a phrase but I think what I can say that the reflection on the things you've done uh, and like on the things you saw nature wise or sports wise reflection on your 
achievements or failures, let's say in sports or uh, even in the nature, like you hiking the mountain, for example, and it's hard. Um, and um, all those things which come together, uh, that's what makes you reflect and then in, to take some things you learned, but in, transform them into your professional life, like knowing that everything takes um time and input and thought and uh, uh, communication and, uh, uh, as I said, yeah, time definitely. And uh, there is nothing, nothing comes your way by just like sitting at one place and not doing anything. That's how I would kind of sum it up or put it all together. Thank you. That everything takes time. That what you put into something is proportional to what you will get back. And very importantly, that learning isn't just experience. It's reflection on experience that turns into insights, knowledge, and wisdom. Is this correct? Mm-hmm, definitely. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Thank you. And let's switch slopes. <laughs> and... Do you have a favorite book, a favorite training, a favorite movie, a favorite literature piece, a favorite painting, or anything like that that really inspires you or is meaningful for you? Here I would like to speak of the training I've had experience attending and which goes along with a lot of my views and it influenced me in a way as well it's the seven habits of highly effective people by franklin covey uh, those that training has um, helped me understand myself better and the, the world around me better as well that's what i would say thank you and yes this podcast is about seeking to understand before being understood so <laughs> For you as a person, share one or two insights that helped you from there that you believe if the listeners get, it will be a positive force and impact on their lives. You've mentioned that uh, fifth uh, paradigm of uh, the whole training of uh, seeking first to understand and then to be understood. But I would also like to Ed, and that's what I speak about a lot to the people who surround me or to who whom I teach is um, being proactive uh, in a way like everywhere, not only for the people around you but also for yourself as well. Because if um, you are proactive, you have a proactive um, mindset about things in general, which come to your life, anything, like every day, every minute, it helps you better understand yourself, shape a better world world around you, and um, find that perfect spot or community uh, you are to live in or explore yourself in. Thank you. And I want more. 
please <laughs> explain what is reactivity or being reactive. What is the problem with being reactive? What does it mean to be proactive? And what are the benefits? All right. Uh, so being reactive, uh, how I see it and uh, a lot of people do, is sort of being passive uh, during the um, dis life decisions which come your way. It's whether how to um, react to a situation you've had during the day or um, how to communicate with other people. And comparing it to being proactive, it's not waiting for something to happen, uh, either good or bad. But I'm, I guess, I'm speaking right now for, about the uh, about the challenge or a problem. It's rather uh, trying to um, make sure something doesn't happen and pr proactively. Uh, helping um, others, helping uh, the world in general. And being reactive is, is I guess, following uh, the things uh, which come your way and reacting to them, uh, but not creating them, creating new things in your life. Thank you. And to go a bit deeper, because there was research and that found that 80% of people don't know what they want and therefore they cannot be proactive because all the if you're going anywhere well any road will lead you to anywhere because it's not a specific place so let's go a bit deeper how do you approach understanding yourself knowing what is important for you what should be your goal which is like 90% of proactivity is beginning with the end in mind or with what you want. So how do you recommend to people to know what they want? Because we're not born with a user's manual to mm -hmm. life, to the brain, to what we should want. It's a process of self-discovery as you were speaking about. But to you, how does that piece, do you view it as happening in the ideal way to know what the people want, the person who wants to be proactive, how do they begin to know what they want so they can be proactive about it? I think the best way to understand it is try and analyze uh, yourself, which uh, what I mean by it is take any situation which brings uh, either good or bad emotions uh, into your life uh, and analyze it. What did you feel? How did you react? Uh, and that would help you sort of form your um, yourself and understand yourself better. And then by understanding uh, the situations and then your emotions as well, that helps to see more clear what do you actually want? What would bring uh, you, again, coming back to joy? Because in my opinion, I think like to form the idea of like your goals or what do you want uh, to do in your life, where to go, focus on what actually makes you happy. But first understand 
what are those little things which make you happy and combine them into something uh, bigger. And then additionally, it's people around you. So you are not only uh, analyzing yourself, but when you talk to your friends, talk to your uh, colleagues, just any other acquaintances, mentors in your life, that's where you get also a ton of uh, understanding of uh, of the paths you can take. Because uh, when I was 15, I knew there are like a few paths. When I'm 25, I know that there are much more. Maybe when I will be 35, I will see a whole different uh, world and like different uh paths I can take. Thank you. So if I understood you correctly, people should reflect on their experiences to find the small things or big things that give them the emotion of joy and allow their emotions to guide them towards what they want and towards what they should take out of their lives because it doesn't bring them joy and try to combine those or learn from them or find the commonality between them, as well as be open to feedback from people who know more and who see your blind spots. And because now you might think that life, there are five possibilities, maybe they know 15, and with experience each year, you'll know more, you'll discover new things, you'll get new insights, And it's both being proactive about what you know that you love, but being open to discovering new things you will love and for the priorities to change as you learn more about yourself through new experiences, new people, new ways of seeing life. And therefore, that is the value of what is new, because without the new, you'll be stuck in only that limited perspective. Is this correct? Yes, definitely. Thank you. And that is a perfect segue to speak a bit more about education since you have a passion for sharing and improving and elevating the educational process. What is the issue or the problem with education as is, as it is right now? And what changes or vision do you have for it that will make it even better. Okay, thank you for the question. And um, are we speaking in general, worldwide, or uh, Ukraine-specific? Both. Begin with Ukraine, as this is focused on Ukraine, and second, with the world, so that we're not being unfair singling out Ukraine, only as it is a place that you have a lot of experience in. Speak, please, about Ukraine specifically and then expand it to the world. All right. So speaking of Ukraine, I think education here sometimes lacks some hands-on experience. Uh, So uh, compared to some other places or just in general uh, in like high school or in university or even in professional life. I think that would be um, the the thing which I wish uh, students, kids, and like everyone would have uh, more experience with. And that's how 
I've been involved and tried to uh, help in a way um, when I was with American councils by doing, as you mentioned at the beginning, the mentoring program, the exchanges to internships program, where students can have hands-on experience in the things they like, they are curious about and passionate about. Thank you. That reminds me of a quote by a physicist who is a Nobel Prize winner. He said, in theory, there is no difference between theory and practice, but in practice, there is, which means in theory, it's it's the same that you'll learn, that you'll have hands-on experience with. But when you have hands-on experience, you'll know that it's not really the theory that you'll be applying, but you need to be flexible to adapt, to get insights, and to learn more from firsthand experience, as Ayn Rand loves to talk about, rather than being a second-hander. Well, to you then. Now, if you were to give a really good piece of advice about life, about happiness, about joy, about inspiration, about excitement, and all the positive things, so that people will have more of that in their lives, what would be something that you can share now that will be valuable to the person listening? My advice would be is don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Doesn't matter how scary that might feel, do it because it will teach you so much and bring you so much that you cannot even imagine being while being in the comfort zone. And um, you shouldn't um, kind of stress yourself out about it and always try to um, achieve more and like always be out of the comfort zone. Obviously, you from time to time will be in it and enjoy that time too. But looking for more, striving for more, and uh, thinking about how you can uh, bring more into your life. This is, for me, stepping out of my comfort zone. And I advise it to everyone to try it at least once somewhere in your life. And then, well, after that, you will be hooked, let's say. Thank you. And by definition, the things outside our comfort zone are new. And this relates and harks back to what we spoke about in the beginning, your desire for development through experiencing new things, which basically means expanding your comfort zone by going outside it, which is where the new resides. Is this correct? Yes, yes. Thank you. And if you were to share more details, about the programs and projects you're working on. Maybe the listener would like to participate or learn about them. First, share what they are. What are the benefits? What things you're working on this spring, since you said spring for you is a time of high activity, and just share more. Well, speaking of the things I am focused on now, as uh, you mentioned, professionally, I am uh, involved uh, as a project development manager at Universal Gamers Amateur Association, where I am working on the development of the uh, learning platform as well as tournament platform. 
But speaking of a volunteer perspective or how uh, I can um, feel myself even um, more excited and happy, I've recently joined um, uh, a program where I serve as a mentor uh, to the mentee. However, I haven't met my mentee yet, but I'm looking forward to meeting him or her. And this is going to be for the five months. Um, this program is going to be in my life for the five months. And I'm very excited about it and looking forward to it, especially because uh, earlier, since 2018, I've been the one coordinating and like actually developing the mentoring program for Flex and Open World alumni. And I always dreamt of either being a mentee or a mentor when I've met so many wonderful people and now I have that chance. Thank you very much. And I think you have a lot of wisdom, a lot of joy, a lot of knowledge and new things to share with your mentee. So I salute you for that. And if people want to learn more about your projects or to communicate with you or to follow you, which websites or social media are the best way to do this? The best would be through LinkedIn, I believe. And uh, I'll share the link with you. Thank you. And I'll make sure to write it in the description. Well, even before we end, since you have such a multicultural experience, if you were to describe the energy of the newer generation in Ukraine, the dynamism, the people, the personality, the culture, how would you describe them? What is their way of being? And maybe how different is that to people from other places or how similar that you seem to encounter? I think the generation here in Ukraine right now is very open-minded uh, thanks to the uh, just global development of everything like social media and learning opportunities. They are not afraid to look for opportunities, to try new things. They don't have a stereotypical way of thinking. I mean, at least it's less than it used to be. Uh, so I think that would be the description of the um, of the generation right now in Ukraine which are who are rising. Thank you very much, Lyudmila. It was a pleasure, an honor and a privilege and I wish you a brilliant day. Thank you very much for such an opportunity. It was a privilege for me too. I've really enjoyed this uh, past hour. It was amazing. And I genuinely look forward to listening to more podcasts and uh, seeing where life takes you. Let's keep in touch. Thank you. Thank you.